Welcome to the Small Fictions Podcast. Every week, three aspiring, slash, totally shit writers create short stories and send them to an English teacher for grading. Here are your hosts, Ryan, Alex, and Elliot. Um, so I've just realized I wasn't recording any of that. And it's really good. <laughs> oh, yeah. well done. All right, let's crack on. Oh, my God. Uh, what a great start to the podcast. I, oh, I don't think I can genuinely give an honest reaction to, and I was eating poppadoms in the bath again. Yeah, maybe we'll just catch the listeners up. Elliot was eating poppadoms in the bath um, and had to run down and get his takeaway because he arrived early. Uh, Alex was drinking beer in the in the shower with the lights off. The lights said it was off. an amazing feeling. With the lights off. Um, but most importantly, we welcomed we welcomed uh, Mr. Alan Blunder, who's our substitute teacher for the bonus Friday episodes. Uh, we just we just did. Uh, oh, I can't believe the listeners are never going to be able to hear that. That was an amazing five minutes. It was. <laughs> oh well, fuck them. Welcome to the bonus episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start as we mean to go on. Yeah, it's good enough. They'll get what they're given. So we're going to have bonus episodes on Fridays with Mr. Alan Blunder. And he's a history teacher, not an English teacher. So he's a true substitute teacher. We're gonna we're gonna actually probably be a bit worse behaved with you, Alan, because um, that's what you do, substitute teachers, right? So everything that Mr. Teacher gets, we're gonna you're gonna get it double. Uh, it's, we're gonna be very naughty. Um, you set us the task this week of doing Tolkien fantasies. So I'm sure we've all gone to town on that. I definitely have. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but thanks very much for joining us for these bonus episodes, Alan. Really looking forward to it. I think. Double the fun for all the listeners as well, because it's two episodes a week now. Um, yeah, welcome aboard. Oh, actually, I was a big fan of the first series, even if I did disagree with uh, some of Mr. Teacher's uh, decisions. Um, most, actually, of Mr. Teacher's decisions. So oh, I'm here to... Oh, here to oh, ah, shots fired. Nah, shots fired. Hey, Blunder, who is, your, who is your favourite? Who do you think deserved to win season one? Good question. Oh, good question. Put him on the spot already. The thing is, I know, I know, I did win it because it was the teacher re edited the scores that you both complained about to add it, add more points on. Now, as a teacher, I'm fully in favour of that. Like, I'm a big fan of winding up the kids, so I'm a big fan of that. I wouldn't have given it more points because I think you're right; it was shit, but. Um, I would say I thought that Ryan's uh, Brexit sex toy allegory story <laughs> was a, a, a work of sort of Ken Loach Kess like fiction. Oh, it was Elliot's, that, wasn't it? That, no, was it? No, no. Your, I thought yours was the. Um... No, yours was the Brexit one. Yeah, the... you had the Brexit. Like oh, the, 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 they were. All oh happy, yeah, um... yeah. I wrote a rap about Brexit. Yeah, and then Elliot. Wrote oh my a... god, that was it. Yes, I'm sorry. The rap is. Yeah, the rap has got. The rappers uh, has gone into me. I will say, I know it's controversial, but um, uh, Saw was probably my favourite. Wow! I, I got, I got that. Re- I think that really, really got uh, much maligned, and I really enjoyed it because the teacher early on decided it was too long, and then later on in the series clearly didn't care too much that people were doing too long. <laughs> I think Saw deserved more, if only because it ended with, you know, who knows what. Entering the Australian and just the words "crikey," I thought uh, it was a it was a haunting, haunting moment to leave the arena, and I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, that's two of my stories. Your favourite? That's great. Yeah, yeah. So I'll have to, you know. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I was I say it was Elliot. I would give it to Elliot, which I know is going to make uh, me popular with the others. But I'm a substitute <laughs> teacher. I don't care about this class. I'm just I'm just because <laughs> I have to. Be. <laughs> I like that attitude. Well, there's an apple in the post. All right, so um, should we crack on with the stories then? Yeah. So it's Tolkien-esque fantasy, and I've really gone to town with it. Um, I won't explain much. I'll explain it after. I'll just let you. I'll let you get on with the the readings. Out. How are you feeling about the readings, by the way? Because obviously you got, you know, oh. Mr. Teacher's like amazing at his little accents and. Yeah, this was. This is the thing that I've actually been very uh, apprehensive about because I cannot do accents, I cannot do voices, everyone sounds like me, 
noted. Except, yeah, I know. I really said so. <laughs> uh, except I can get a bit more London. So I can add it in a bruv every now and again. <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> other right. than that, I can't do it. So if we throw an Australian to... at you, you're fucked. Feel free to add it in the notes and I will occasionally go, crikey, good day, mate. But <laughs> it's probably going to fall apart within seconds, which... I don't know if that's going to add to it, add, add to the magic or not. I will do my very best, but Mr. Teacher does have you know the the years of experience teaching drama and, and things like that. Whereas I'm mm. I'm mainly saying he's got the accents. Now now write this down about Hitler, and I don't really want to do an accent when I'm doing Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, you can only do your very best, uh, but, and we yeah. we'll appreciate it regardless. Story number one. Number one. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, this is entitled Mr. T. Baggins. Oh, right. Uh, so, Alex is on, theme, on theme, it is, you know, fantasy. So, Mr. T. Baggins was again spending his entire weekend flexing nude in front of his many mirrors. As he practiced his squats over a bowl full of molten smegma, he noticed his low-hanging orbs were looking swole as furk. He pitied the troll who would dare wrong him that day. There was a knock at the door of his hobbit hole. He peered through the peephole and saw it was the friendly local wizard, Mr. Jibberjabber, probably looking to sell more of his magical trinkets. Mr. T. Baggins didn't believe in magic, but he was known for making people disappear. Mr. T. Baggins believed in one thing. The golden rule. The man with the gold rules. As he stared at the wizard in an overly sexually aggressive manner, he did notice what appeared to be a tantalising new item. A ring. Golden. Yes. A golden ring. With inscriptions of some sort. A feeling of adventure rushed through him, alluring, seductive, erotic, dangerous. But he really wasn't interested and instead returned to practicing his squats. He had no time for jibber-jabber. Okay. The end. That's that's the end of the story. <laughs> that's the end. The end. Like I've, right. I've I've had to add the end because, like you, I assumed it was going to go on. <laughs> it did not. Well, you know, right. to be fair, he had no time for jibber jabber, so you know. That's it. All right, we'll give you some out. time to um, think about that one, Mister Mister Teacher, while while we have a chat about it. But I, I... <sighs> so he yeah he, he did some squats. He thought. He looked great a bowl in the of molten smegma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I wasn't sure what that was. But... Isn't smegma like the 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 crap that accumulates around a dirty penis? Right. Well, I don't know. I wash I'm regularly, pretty, so pretty I don't sure. know. <laughs> pretty sure that's what. If, if that's what if that's what it is, if you got experience with that. Well, no, I just know what smegma. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, um, yeah. I can't, There's not I really can, um, much to I'm take not, away from this, boys. I'll be honest with you. Like, <laughs> he met. So the wizard. What happened with the wizard? I don't get it. The he, wizard, he, tur- the wizard turned up, and he had trinkets. And obviously, yeah. it's Mr. T. Paradise is covered in all the gold and the chains and stuff. The wizard had a ring, and it's yeah. So that's kind of like you know playing on the Lord of the Rings, Ring of Power, oh, whatever. Picking up a lot of stuff out of this that I didn't. Okay, what? Well no, he's getting it. And um, and then. Mr. T. Baggins thought, oh, you know, that ri- is that ring speaking to me? Do I want to go on an adventure with this ring? And he was like, no, fuck it, I want to do squats because he has no time for, for jibber-jabber. <laughs> uh, okay, you got it. Okay, it sounds like you got you it. got all of it, yeah. That's it. All right, well, hey, and that is it. There is nothing else. There's no other hidden meanings there. I'll be honest with you guys. The way Elliot um, sums up your stories, Alex, mate, I really enjoy them. I really enjoy Elliot's no, always does. so much more than your stories <laughs> it's themselves. I, I dislike it, to be honest. Like Sometimes when I spend like, I don't know, a good few hours on a story and then he, he summarizes it in like two bullet points and it takes him like three <laughs> seconds, it really frustrates me. It's like, well... <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, just, I'm trying to explain it for Ryan so hopefully he 
likes it more. No, I get it now. Yeah, yeah, I do get it. Yeah, okay. So he just wanted to squat. Everyone leave him alone. Yeah, yeah to be honest, like, I think El spent longer summarizing that than I spent writing it. But yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. I think that's a um, solid piece of work there. First story of the uh, season two. Yeah, well done. Thanks, well done. Glenn. Thanks. Well read, Mr. Teacher, as well. I must Very have been well nerve-wracking the first time. Well, as I say, you didn't know that I was bad at accents, so it doesn't look like you've put them in. But now I've let you know. I can't wait yeah, for next week when... We're going to punish you for that. It's going to be the United Nations. You showed us weakness and we're going to yes. seize on it. Always a mistake from a cover teacher. Story number two. All right. Um, this is entitled... Margaret loves it. Chumwise Yogglefroops waddled hurriedly through Flobbit Village. Hello, Mr. Yogglefroops, yelled a cheery Silas Beefwater. Mr. Yogglefroops <laughs> nodded distractedly and flashed a half-smile, maintaining his quick pace. Say, Mr. Yogglefroops, continued Silas in vain, have you got those 5,000 shillings and one million pennies you owe me? Mr. Yogglefroops pretended not to hear and continued power waddling, chin in the air and clutching his invitation tightly to his breast. Hmm, must not have heard me, said Silas to himself, then smiled, straightening his waistcoat and slapped some sausages on display in his butcher shop window. Mr. Yogglefroops spotted the whole Butterworth family toddling out of Tummy Grump's sweet shop up ahead and immediately crossed to the opposite side of the road. The Butterworths were ball-achingly dull and he was pretty sure Mrs. Butterworth was a secret psychopath masking her true nature by going on and on about her bang-average children all the time. Hello, Mr. Yogglefroops, shouted Mr. and Mrs. Butterworth. Fuck off, Mr. Yogglefruits yelled back in a cheery sort of tone without breaking his stride. A large pony pulling a cart struck a puddle and covered Mr. Yogglefruits in water. He instinctively swaddled the vulnerable paper invitation with both arms. He was so relieved to find it unharmed afterwards that he didn't mind the soaking one bit. Finally, he arrived at the indistinct barn on the outskirts of Flobbit Village. A large, mean-looking flobbit guarded the door. Password, he said. Tummy rubs, with a five for the S, said Mr. Yogglefroops without hesitation. A heavy iron door swung open, and Mr. Yogglefroops stepped inside, eyes wide and heart racing. The ancient white wizard of the mystic woods met Mr. Yogglefroops at the next set of doors. Ah, Mr. Yogglefroops, he said, between two long puffs of his pipe. So wonderful to see you. Yes, yes, hello, Spuffleman, said Mr. Yogglefroops, with a distinct tone of impatience. Here's my invitation. Now can I go in, please? He was practically bouncing up and down off his bare flobbit hit with excitement. You're sure you're prepared for it this time, old friend? asked the wizard. Mr. Foyogglefruits nodded solemnly to the ancient white wizard, nearly as old as time itself. Very well, then, he said, and the double doors swung open. Yogglefruits ran inside, grinning from ear to ear. He ripped off his tunic and short trousers and threw himself naked into the throng of people. Everywhere he looked, he saw horrendous and incredible sights. Hairy flobbit norks slapped against even hairier flobbit feet. Ball bags swung carelessly hither and thither. Mrs. Turnip, the grocer's wife, traversed the crowd at tremendous speed, fully nude in a leather sex wing. Flobbit juices spurted everywhere, covering the little hairy bastards from head to hairy toes. Experimental geriatric bum play flourished in a cage suspended <laughs> from the rafters. <laughs> God. Experimental. What? what? Experimental. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I've ruined the mood. I was like, 
experimental geriatric bomb play flourished in a cage suspended from the rafters, screaming moans of ecstasy and pain. Deep, powerful farts somewhere in the distance. <laughs> Mr. Yogglefroops was overwhelmed with desire. He lifted up his round tummy to expose his flobbity knobbity and jammed it into. Click! Graham turned the TV off and turned to Margaret. Sorry, love, I thought this new show was an elf-type one, but it was actually a boob-typed one. <laughs> Later... <laughs> Later, when Graham had gone to bed, Margaret watched it on her own and fapped her brains out on the sofa. <laughs> uh, the end. Jesus <laughs> Who the hell did I just listen to? Roll, roll like this. <laughs> I feel like I'm tripping acid. Or, or something, oh. Whoa. What an initiation into the world of small fictions this has been. Good. Oh, well read, well read. Oh. Yeah, because I, I, when I wrote that, I thought um, there's two types of fantasy as far as I can see. It's like the, the Hobbit ones where they're all like, there's orcs and hobbits and elves and stuff. And then there's the Game of Thrones ones where it's just boobs and dragons. So I thought you never see them crossed over. You never see like Hobbit boobs. Um, so I just thought I'd go with that. That's where it ended up. Blimey. It was a bit of a roller coaster because it, um, yeah, it took quite a long time to set up to to that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, it was I, was, I was just, um, yeah, I was a little bit lost at the end there. But it built up to it and they swung the doors open. And then what was it? Like, is it an orgy? Yeah, it's a really, hobbit orgy. Yeah. Flobbit orgy, sorry. <clears throat> Flobbit. Not, not, t- not trademark. Yeah, legally distinct. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> don't, don't come at me, Tolkien estate. <laughs> It just I, you know, so the deep, powerful farts coming from somewhere in the distance kind of it took me out at the moment a little bit there. Well, <laughs> you know, like a hobbit orgy or whatever is happening here, everyone's going at it great. But are they into deep, powerful farts? Is that like? I mean, I felt that could have been explored like a bit it. more. <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> uh, well. A trilogy in the offing. You um, reading that orgy scene is uh, one of the highlights of my week. Yeah. That was um, that was a great line. The experimental geriatric, whatever it was, that was great. Uh, experimental you. geriatric bum play. Yes. Yeah. I, so why is that limited to just the geriatrics? <clears throat> it just so it happens to be in. That was just one thing that was going on. Yeah, it's just one of the things. Yeah, it, quite a lot happened in you know once the door swung open, there was a lot going on. There was a lot to to take in, and um, now I'm thinking about it. I've got more questions. Okay. To help me picture that orgy Shoot. In, in more detail. No, no, no. I mean, why is it just why is it the geriatrics? Why the farts? Um, there's a lot of hairy toes as well. Like, but I yeah, guess... flobbits have got hairy feet, right? So they're all into that as well. They're, they're mad for the. Yeah, it's just normal to them. Yeah. Right. No, I, mean, I think that the orgy scene, um, it, it punches you right in the face. Um, I, I probably could have taken a few more punches, to be honest. <laughs> you could have taken a few more? Yeah, I think the whole <laughs> the whole short story could have just been about the um, the orgy, and it would have been amazing. Yeah, you didn't want the build-up. You just want to go straight <laughs> in. Just wasting time. No, just, yeah. You should have started with the doors. Not really a foreplay kind of guy. No, no, just get it on. Let's <laughs> 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 go. Fair enough. I'll remember that for next time. Story number three. The Pork Sword in the Stone. Mm, Strong title. Mm. Very strong. Arthur looked up from his awkward position as he lay over the rock on the lake shore, past the quietly sobbing Lady Guinevere to his most trusted advisor. So, he demanded of Merlin, I'm still confused, my lord. It's simple. A vision of a lady called me to the lake. I removed the sword from the stone, then packed the hole with mud from the bank. Then, uh, I passed out, and when I woke, the mud hardened around my royal thingy. Guinevere's sobs became a wail. I do not understand. Are my womanly attendances not enough for you, my lord? Are you not enthralled when I pull you into my bosom and beckon thee to my enchanted garden? And when I give thee the 
chamber pot pinky, or a hangman's milking? Of course I am, Arthur interrupted. Don't forget storming the devil's entrance. Only on your birthday. <laughs> My lady, leave bum sex, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> and a hang, hangman's milking the old choking stroke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, um, sorry. Sorry. Hi, <laughs> right. my lady. Believe me when I say I have no desire to source another's mutton. But you see, the lady of the lake is a temptress not of this world. She bewitched me with her sorcerous ways. Oh, Merlin, can you not cast a spell to release me? This magic is beyond my powers. I see only two paths. The first involves a long and perilous journey through the territories of godless wildmen and dark sorcerers to reach the source of the river that feeds this lake. Only the spring waters from the source will soften the mud. I think not. Let's hear the second choice. Merlin shifted uncomfortably. That which must be Ah, that which has been given must be given again. Merlin, your king lays before you with an entombed todger, and his damsons in distress, and you talk in riddles. Speak plainly, man. Yes, my lord. You have violated the stone. Now you must have the same done to you. Arthur gulped as he began to understand. Guinevere stepped forward and spat on her little finger. I will do my duty for my king. Merlin shook his head. No, my lady, I am afraid you are not adorned with the necessary manner. No woman is. Arthur gulped again. You don't mean... Yes, we must call forth all the men of the land to plunge themselves in between your kingly buttocks until the chosen one is found. Only he can release you from your plight. Tis this or the journey to the source where death and madness are sure to follow. Arthur thought about it for half a second. Summon my loyal knights. We march. And so it was the knights of the round table embarked on their quest to free King Arthur's hairy member. Those savage tribes and evil wizards hounded their every move, exacting a heavy toll with each encounter. They lost Sir Bedivere in an attack from a horde of wildmen. Sir Gawain took his own life after realising he was a cunt, following an illuminating <coughs> conversation with a truth goblin. Oh! God, I, 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 uh, Galahad and Gareth killed... Killed each whilst fighting for those affections of the siren. I'm assuming that's killed each other. It's not there. Whilst fighting for the affections of the siren who had bewitched them. And Sir Bors wigged out after eating some poisoned berries, married a tree, punched a donkey, and fell down a ravine. Before long, only Lancelot remained. My king, I am sorry. I cannot move the stone on my own. I fear our quest has met an end. A medallion Arthur had never seen before slipped from Lancelot's robes and swung about his neck. He recognised the markings immediately. Lancelot, where did you get that? A wise old soothsayer gave this to me as a child. Where is my sword? Bring me Excalibur. Yes, here. Look at the emblem on the hilt. It matches your medallion, Lancelot. You are the chosen one. I don't understand, sire. What do you mean? It means I have a small favour to ask. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I'm going to need a tiny bit of explanation, but if I'm right, my theory is that he needs to get bummed a lot. Uh, well, no, now he's found the chosen one. He just needs to get bummed by Lancelot. To, to oh, right, okay. Because okay. Merlin said that they needed to get all of the men of the land until they found the chosen one but oh i thought that everyone was going to bum him until they until the right one no so he had two choices to do this perilous journey or get bummed until they found the chosen one 
Okay. He went on the perilous journey, but then it turned out Lancelot was the chosen one. Do you think it would have been better if he'd just got chosen the first way and got bombed by everyone in the land, and, and then you described everyone bumming him until the right one bummed him? Um, if you I described every bummy. I could have gone down that road. Well, I think I think Al would have liked that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm, yeah, there's a lot to take take on with this one, Mike. So who's who's getting bummed at the end? So what's uh, the small favor? Sorry, the small favor is he's about to ask Lancelot to bum him because he's the chosen one and he can release him from the stone. So what you should have just had one more line at the end there, then, which says, "Give us a good bumming." <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, I was going more for the Christopher Nolan ending. It's a know, really good note. A little bit open, just a footnote there. Great feedback, yeah. Yeah, that would have that would have been a nice little line in the end. Uh, Alex is very much from the leave absolutely nothing to the imagination yeah. <laughs> philosophy. <laughs> no, I, I I prefer letting the reader do a little bit of the work. Well, one thing I, I really liked, El, was the um, the consistent use of language throughout. It very much felt like an Arthurian tale oh. uh, in terms of language, um, and obviously with the background of of bumming and hairy members uh, made it much more funnier. So yeah, good effort on the language. So his member is stuck in concrete and he's going to get bummed. Yeah, basically. And then he gets a boner and it, it frees him from the concrete. Is that what's happening? Uh, yeah, basically it's his... <laughs> his... Have you figured that bit out? <laughs> it hasn't worked that bit out yet. No, he's, he, stuck his, he stuck his wiener in the hole after he pulled the sword out, packed it in mud, it's solidified because um, it's all magic, isn't it? Like, uh, and it's all magic. He, he yeah, it's, it's all magic. Go on this quest to release release his dick from the stone. Okay. So it's a, it's a parody of the original. You know, Arthur was the chosen one, and only yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, I get that now. Yeah. So I, I summarize it in one bullet point. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how you can have competitive summarizing, and yet here we are. <laughs> it, I mean, this is new. This is new. <laughs> <laughs> uh so the lady in the lake was there wasn't she yes yeah, yeah she was at the start okay um i i really enjoyed it um it really yeah it took me on a little journey would have preferred it if he'd gone down the bumming route and you'd just gone through every single person in the kingdom like relentlessly I mean, that would have taken a long time yeah you'd have to be economical with your words but yeah i think yeah, if if seventy percent of it you've been describing every bumming, um, and then they finally got to the last one, I'd have been and over the moon. Yeah, that would have been a nice start. That me. was a one. It's, it's, a, it's a much darker story, though, isn't it? Like, you, it's, it's the last guy. I mean, he wants them to bum him, though, right? Brain. So it's all. It's yeah, all fine. but he's got to be pretty. Exhausted by it, he's, you know, he's probably not happy with the way it's played out. If it's the last dude, isn't, you know. Yeah, but you yeah, would I mean, be like, you'd be like, come and just keep bumming me, keep bumming me, because you want to get out of this. So you probably <laughs> wouldn't mind. Yeah, no fair point. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell! Oh my god, it's grading time. We haven't really been too naughty with you. You've got away lightly on this first one. Uh, I, I wouldn't say. I mean, well, you actually, you have had to read you an had orgy. Me, I've had a molten bowl of smegma with low hanging orbs. I've had a legally distinct hobbit orgy um, with geriatrics and a sex swing. And then I've had. Legally King distinct Arthur. hobbit orgy. Yeah. And then I've had King Arthur. Get his knob stuck in the stone <laughs> from which he's removed his sword, uh, from which he's Excalibur, and then have to get bummed from Lancelot. I mean, <laughs> I think I think you've actually gone a bit. A bit okay, Mister Teacher wins the summary Very... game. Yeah, superb. <laughs> really superb. Yeah, like I, 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 I thoroughly enjoyed reading some of them. Um, it was definitely an experience. I, I, I will be honest. I, I'm curious if you think this isn't sort of at least eight out of ten on the ludicrous scale. I, I'm uh, excited <laughs> to find out about next week. 
Well, I, I was just <laughs> testing the waters one. with mine. I'm going to go full nuts with the rest of this run. <laughs> well, I, I I look forward to it. Um, so story number one, Mister T Baggins. Uh, I can't believe I'm actually missed the Mister T allegory part, like because I was just looking at T Baggins, but. The conversation, it's obvious. We've got Mr. Teabaggins. He pitied the troll that was wrong in that way. Um, he had no time for jibber jabber. So, originally, <laughs> when I opened the page and realised it was eight sentences, I didn't realise there's quite a lot to unpick from those eight sentences. So, I've got to say, I'm impressed that there's, there's more there than I realised. Um, I like the idea of introducing... Uh, a familiar trope to the reader you know it's baggins there's a ring uh he likes making people disappear um there's a ring, golden ring with an inscription there's a bowl of smegma i'm not not entirely convinced uh what the smegma brings to this story um other than it just being there, I don't quite know how that would help with his squats and looking swollen as fur. I don't know if this is some <laughs> fantasy, you know, uh, fancy protein shake of sorts, maybe in this uh, Middle Earth. That's the sort of thing they get up to. Um, it was short, it was to the point, it kind of had a point, so that's good. Um, it did use the word hobbot rather than hobbit, so again. <laughs> completely legally distinct yeah. the total yeah. estate cannot touch us and i appreciate <laughs> the, the legality there um that's watertight that is yeah the, yeah i mean that I is that is going to stand up in court uh, <laughs> why i hope so because we can't afford them <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you wait once that better help advert money starts rolling in you're gonna yeah. <laughs> The publicity um, might get some more listeners for this podcast, though. I, I've got to say, yeah, um, I like the fact that for no reason the word peephole was elongated. Um, <laughs> good fun for the reader and the listener there. Uh, however, it didn't really have a point. And I know this is when Mr. Teach would go, well, that's how you deconstruct the story. It's the death of the author and it's... Oh! Expectations or... I'm loving this. Whatever. <laughs> or whatever. Um, and, yeah, I suppose so. But nothing happened. <laughs> and... It's, it's, I, it's, it's a sign. Everything I write, I can't. There's no substance to anything. With the best one in the world, it's eight sentences. All right? mm. And I'm gonna, and I'm about to slip into actual real teach mode. But it's eight sentences, mate. And you're telling me I'm that I'm up. I'm wrong to be upset that there's not enough of it. <laughs> <sighs> Right, I like the idea. I think Mr. I think Mr. T, as a Hobbit, that has legs. There is real potential there. Like maybe hops into maybe hops into a cart, and it's like the A team, and he's fighting orcs, and everyone shoots each other with arrows, and they all they all miss, and he has to rest. That sounds great. Arm. I would love you to know, hear that. Um, he, he's scared of flying on dragons or something, and Gandalf has to give him some smegma to knock him out. Like there is. That sounds so fucking good. That sounds so much better than your one, Alex. <laughs> no, that's not. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> You've just written the best story. Like, that sounds so <laughs> good. Yeah, no. give him some smegma to knock him out. It's, oh, it's so good. I, so I really like the idea. I do like the idea of him going, nah, to the ring. I mean, that it's a funny joke. Story-wise, I mean, it's obviously a joke story, but it's still a joke. There's there's not much of the story now. I appreciate the joke, but actually ranking it as a story, I think I'm going to have to give it... a D. Oh, my 
my fucking god, bruv, what you fucking doing, bruv? You're so shit, bruv. You got a D or less, bruv, you need to up your game, bruv. Whoa! <laughs> to a flyer! I mean, yeah, like it sounds like you set me up for like a trilogy there. This could just be the prologue. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> and I did like saying people just for no reason. So I did appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe up it a grade for people. That's mm. wonderful. Yeah, I think so. That's a great uh, show. Nah. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, <laughs> number two, Margaret loves it. Now, We've got the title, Margaret Loves It, and obviously that's the only thing that I saw before I opened the document. And of course, as we're reading through it, uh, Margaret did not appear. So, you know, the reader is tantalised. Where, where is Margaret? What is it that she loves um, as Chumwise Yogglefruits goes through Flobbit Village? <laughs> where, where is Margaret? Where could what she be? How does her life interact with Yogglefruits? Um, I like the idea of him walking through town him telling the the family to fuck off good stuff big fan i got the impression in my head because he was like cradling this invitation it was almost like and because the names were so ridiculous i got the sort of a charlie you know uh willy wonka charlie and chocolate factory theme he's he's going through this crazy town with weird people um he's got this ticket um so when it turns out it was not gandalf inviting him to a not hobbit orgy Nice little again subversion. I I I I did enjoy that. I like the fact that he just went. You sure you're up for it? Yet yeah, boom! All right, um, wrinkly Hobbit ass just going <laughs> absolutely relentlessly. Like yeah yeah yeah. Like I, I like the I like the change in tone. It was good. I like the I like the password being obviously something that is written down, but you have to speak out loud. So Tommy Robs with a five for the yes. That was good. I, I I did enjoy that. That that was funny. Um, yeah, the descriptions of the sex. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think. I don't know if I needed every detail described like Alex wanted us to, but you know, if you're going <laughs> for a flobbit orgy, no half measures. No half measures. Just go for it. You know, you, you've you've come okay. up with this. You know, idea of the grocer's wife, Mrs. Turnip. Now. I want to know, Mrs. Turnip, was, you know, it, her husband became the grocer because he's a turnip? Or, you know, did he take that name as a brand name? Who knows? I like it. We've got some seeds there planted for some... There was a nice world building here. No um, and then I like the clip, turned it off. Here we are, suburban sofa. Um, and then Margaret appears, the titular Margaret appears, um, fapping her brains out on the sofa. Um, to the Hobbit porn, I, mm. I, I, I like that again. It's sort of a, a very similar theme to the original, uh, to the first one that we had, where it goes, you're expecting it to go one way, and then boom, okay, uh, a, a little bit different. Did you see the, the orgy I coming? I did not see the orgy coming, uh, and then nor did I see because I say I, I was expecting some sort of Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. I was expecting he'd open the door and it would be something magical. You know, you'd have to resist something, or you know. Um, but yeah, it being, you know, three foot tall, flat footed, hairy footed, you know, fuckers going at it like rabbits. I was not expecting. And it's nice to have a bit of, uh, you know, surprise in your life. So I, I like that. I like that. Um, it then being a TV show, I like the joke. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I like the idea of, oh, I'm going to merge proper proper fantasy with like just just sex just you know women getting their their norks out and uh because i say that because the word norks is on the screen it's not a word i'd normally use but i did appreciate hairy <laughs> flobbit norks slapping against even hairier flobbit feet just to make sure we really got the the, the foot flavor of this room the smell must be something else <laughs> you know, i was gonna say oh, you know that. Uh, i don't it, forget yeah. if don't yeah, forget your five senses. senses. Like we've got a lot of visuals here. We we had the farts, we had the <laughs> you know the, the slapping and the thumping. So we had the sounds, but you know, what did what did the? <laughs> I, I, I hate to ask the question of what did the Hobbit orgy taste like? What did it smell like? You know, <laughs> but, but I reckon if you if you're going yeah. for it, just 
just go in, you know. Um, Mr. Yogglefroops, you know, delighted. He felt the sensation of sweat running down his hairy back, you know, as the as the, the <laughs> wizard showed him exactly how to use his star. You know, just go for it. So I'd say don't hold back. Again, Mr. T, don't hold back. Margaret loves it. Don't hold back. This is it. It's, it's, it's substitute teacher hour. Like, I don't care about your spelling. I don't care about, you know, that you're rivaling Proust or something like that. I want I want those yogurt, yogurt fruit flobbit norks. I want them. I, I need them in the story. So as much of that as possible. Um, so, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I, I did enjoy it. I'm not sure I learned anything, but you don't necessarily have to, as long as you enjoyed it, and I did. So I'm going to give Margaret Loves It I'll say C plus. Whoa, okay. I, I was really expecting it to be higher than that. I've, I've got high standards. So, uh, okay. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll build up to I'll it. I'll take it. Might it. Be one load. Yeah. It's a C I like it. It was a good story. Uh, I think you raised some valid points about the senses, right? There's one paragraph of orgy in this story, which has, I don't know, five or six paragraphs, right? Yeah, there was enough time to get some smell. So, think about it. You got, you got how many senses? You got five senses. Yeah. He's got, he's got five paragraphs in it, and only, he's, he's one of them for an orgy. And the only sense we get in there is, is the visual, right? Well, no sounds as well. A bit, a bit of sound because because of the farts. Yeah. I think I think it's a missed opportunity. Personally, it's a solid idea. Um, but just not, it's poorly executed. They could have had a lot more. I wouldn't say poorly executed. I I, I say, oh, yeah, that pause is too strong, but um, yeah, it's Mr. Just want to know what a flobbit orgy smells like, yeah, yeah, and um, (laughs) yeah, I think that's fair. I think, yeah, the reader wants to know. That's (laughs) fair. Everyone wants to know, um, right, uh, yeah, uh, story number three, the pork sword in the stone, um. Right, firstly, history teacher, big fan of bringing in Arthurian legends, like it, knights, good stuff, right in my wheelhouse. I like the, I like the faux medieval sex acts, at least I hope they're faux medieval. Um, I'm not about to Google it because I do still want to work with children and I don't need to, I, don't need no, to be I on a list. <laughs> Some... I, made, I made them up, I think. Right. Well, I, I like... I, yeah, I, I doubt they'll be on Well, what, what I like is that you get... You, they, they're clearly funny, but you clearly get an idea of what they are. Like the chamber pot pinky, the hangman's milking. I think the hangman's milking is probably my favourite. Um, Storming Devil's Entrance, but only on your birthday. A big fan. That was funny. Um, uh, I guess this is the only story. Actually, I know. I suppose there was a woman in Margaret Loves It, um, but Guinevere did have a bit more about her than being told to fuck off, um, like the, the other woman did. So, uh, a big, fa- a big fan of that. Like a big fan of got uh, uh, two uh, named women characters here. Um, it doesn't pass the Bechdel test because they're talking about a man having his penis stuck in a stone rather than um, discussing the what test. Uh, this the test. I think it's the Bechdel test. The, um, it's a it's a it's a feminist thing. So the idea is: Does your story have two women that are named in we it? Talk to each they other. Talk to each other about something that isn't the man. Oh, <laughs> good one. Like, yeah, we are guilty of that. I think I, all of our stories I, in season one I, were actually just all men like, being. I'm dicks. not. I'm not trying to be all, like in in a podcast about men writing stupid stories about pickle thieves and knobs. I'm not attempting to go all social justice warrior. I'm just saying, it's interesting this character, this story did have two named women, but they were talking about a man's knob, so it's a bit... <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a nice difference. It, you know, it was a little... I think that's as close as we're going to get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. This is what progress looks like, folks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, big, big fan of that. Um, it was funny. I did like, I, I did like the idea of Arthur being stuck, and he just happened to pass out with his knob in the stone. Like he just couldn't possibly resist sticking his knob into it. That's funny. Him <laughs> then being stuck and having to have his wife 
and his wizard there <laughs> trying to work out what to do. I like that idea. It's, I like the idea of the king's court having to come. Oh my, your Majesty, you need assistance. Like, oh, um, yeah, everyone face the other way except for except for my wife. <laughs> someone get someone get Merlin. I like that. I I, I do like the idea of it. So that that was good. I, I I like the idea that he didn't want to do the big arduous journey that in some way would um make the world a better place. I think it would have been funnier if in that magical journey um something much better would have happened for the kingdom so it says you know oh you have to go to the source of the thing like you, like if merlin's saying like the lady in the lake's like this it's a trick it's a whole person she's she's uh, like poisoning the land or whatever and so what arthur needs to do is be a heroic king send his knights out to rid the land of evil and he goes no what's option two because that sounds like too much effort I think that's I think that's a fun, <laughs> like that's funny. It's just like just a little tweak of what you've put, but I do like what I do like what you've put. That's a great show. Um, but yeah, um, I'm afraid you're not adorned with necessary man. I, I like it. You clearly see what's coming, uh, and then obviously it pulls back to actually no fuck it. I don't want to get bummed by every man in the kingdom. Sort of this. Um, they are say twist on the Cinderella story. <laughs> <laughs> so, bit, uh, big fan of that. Big fan of that. I liked, I liked the the, the nights and the round table. That we got a little taste of how everything went. Uh, went mad. We got some. We got some relatively, you know, sincere stuff about people who's been attacking Wildburn, Sir Gawain killing himself because he realised he was a cunt. I like the link to the Truth Goblin. Another story that I really rated from the first series that I think. Mr. Teacher um, slept on. Uh, I, I like that one. I like that. Oh, everyone's got different tastes, you know, and this is what I say to the kids. It's history. As long as what you say, you can back up your opinion. You know, two historians can look at the same event and have two completely different points of view. You, you'll still get the marks in the exam. Uh, one of them's still wrong, but you'll still get the marks in the exam. <laughs> and that's that's very much how I feel about the Truth Goblin, because that was... Yeah, that that was the one that really boiled my piss because that was the one that didn't get it, <laughs> and the fucking Rick and Morty did, didn't it? Now I remember. Yep. Um, Thank you. I feel I feel amazing. Yeah, oh, that was it. Yeah, there was some really there was a really nice oh, line in it about how the Truth Goblin says something like, you know, basically all the work that you do in your life, uh, it it doesn't amount to anything. You know, you spend your days toiling at the bottom of the ocean, rearranging the sand. Or so there was a really nice turn of phrase that I'm butchering here, and I thought. My God, I can't believe something profound has come out of small fictions. I've I've really enjoyed that. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And then we got fucking um, the Matrix, just the just the actual <laughs> Matrix. Yeah. Oh, right, all right, blunder. Right. Is that, one? Is that right. the ones like I got all the season? And just... Sorry, sorry. You're right. Yeah. You know. No, I love this substitute too. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, listen now. I swear, I swear, uh, Ryan did not get me into do list just because I happened to like one of his stories from last year or two of his stories. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Um, so I really, I really did like it. Um, I liked the fact that the emblem on the hilt matches the the one that Lancelot's got. That was that was funny. I liked that. It was very. Um, Oh, a very fantasy esque. Like there's a chosen one. It turns out they were there all along. It's it's Arthur's most loyal knight. That I, I really like the thought behind it, and I, it was funny. It was a funny story. Like there were some ridiculous situations, and without wishing to slate the other two stories, there was clearly quite a bit of thought behind it. <laughs> and that's that's not in any way me denigrating the other stories. That maybe the thought was perhaps more difficult to find if I can uh, be generous um, so yeah big fan of this one but again I am a history teacher and you've done a story about our theory legend so I don't want to give it too much um, you've tickled his history nuts with yeah that again I, I, I don't want every week to be a historical hobbit orgy um, with accents because I think that might get a bit boring um, but yeah I really enjoyed this story well it's going to be so I think it's <laughs> Um, I think I'm going to give this one a solid B.
Wow, not bad. Oh, I, I really, I really did enjoy it. Um, Congratulations. Good, good fun to read. I've got to say, I, I enjoyed reading all of them. The, the, the ridiculous twists and phrases. All of you have been able to come up with some truly ludicrous reworkings of the English language, which I really enjoyed uh, reading. So, <laughs> thank you. Well, it was well, you've done wonderful. a fantastic job reading it. Well yeah, done. and really excellent analysis as well. Really, yeah, really, I feel like I've learned a lot, especially yeah. about Hobbit orgies and and how better to describe that yeah. with yeah. Uh, with the five senses. And that was really well. well if, if we and the and the listeners only take one thing away, it's make sure you describe the taste of the Hobbit orgy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got. I've totally took that on board for next time. Well, that was yeah. really fantastic. Thank you very much. Well done, Elliot, for winning the first bonus episode. Uh, you're on. You're gonna. You're on in the lead on the bonus cup so far. Very uh, more, what, more what the prizes for the bonus. More cup. prestigious, I think. More prestigious than the, yeah. uh, the than the real one. And the real one. You know, that's the domestic. Yeah, this is like the Champions League. This, I, I think. You know, <laughs> got a bit more of an international flavour to it. I, I think. You know, uh, definitely a bit more of an orgy flavour. <laughs> yeah, that's the continental <laughs> part. Yeah. By continental, I mean yeah. Euro trash. That's the bonus <laughs> cup. <laughs> All right, wonderful. Well, thank you very much. That was uh, a great little bonus episode. I really enjoyed that. What What is your um, suggestion? What is your what's, what's the fucking what's the word? What's the theme for next week, Mister? Right Sushi? now, I feel for the listeners this week because due to technical issues beyond our control, they missed out on the Popper Doms in the bath story. Mm-hmm. So I quite like the idea, and I can't believe I'm setting this up. I like the idea of a story about eating or drinking somewhere weird. Oh, okay. Because right. it's a complete twist, but I like the, like the the idea of someone be just the mental image of well, I'll say someone because I don't like the idea of someone saying Elliot in the bath eating is like really intriguing to me. That's not quite what I meant. It's the idea of a you know, deep bath, the soap suds everywhere, the bath tray, his line with out. the poppadoms and the little tubs for all the sausage. Like, little candle in the background. Just like, I just... I didn't say there was a candle. Well, yeah, but allow, allow, allow me to... So, so yeah, something that's that's a pretty broad theme there. So eating in weird places, drinking, maybe having a meal. I'm going to be open, but something like that, something happening where you wouldn't expect. Because, like I say, the the drinking in the shower or poppadoms in the bath, um, I like that. And I I know that's a bit of a tricky one, but I believe in you, gentlemen. There are, we've got three potential authors in the room here that I'm you know hoping to draw out uh the excitement. Oh that's what I'm looking forward to writing that's a really interesting one. Well brilliant. Well thank you very much boys. That's excellent. Yes thank you. All right. Good job. We'll see you again next Wednesday for the normal one and next Friday for the bonus one. Thank you. Brilliant. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Small Fictions Podcast. Email us with questions, stories of your own or anything at all at smallfictions at gmail.com.